0: Welcome to, if you know, you know, therapy with Haley Mayer. Hey guys, Um, since this is the first podcast, it seems like this would be a great time to introduce myself a little bit. My name, as I had said before, is Haley Mayer. I'm an LCSW here in Utah, I guess kind of background. I'm kind of from all over the place, not originally from Utah, which if you know much about people here in the state, a lot of us like to self-proclaim that, but um, I actually do enjoy living here. I currently live in Utah County area and I really like it. I kind of grew up all over the place, lived in many different states, did a lot of different jobs, kind of everywhere from working in a clock factory to working in Disney World at one point and been a therapist for the last about, I'd say six years or so. Um, I have really loved what I do with that. I'd been working in different areas of mental health before that, but decided to go into doing this as the full-time thing a while back. I guess just so you understand. So when I say LCSW, that's a licensed clinical social worker. There's a lot of different types of titles that go along with being a therapist. You'll see a lot of different ones out there and I'll have to definitely kind of go over what they all mean at one point, but right now, uh, essentially I, I do individual therapy, group therapy, couples therapy, and I kind of train in a bunch of different, and I I've been trained in a bunch of different types of therapies, So I don't just do one type of talk therapy, the typical therapy idea of talking to someone who's laying on a couch. We don't really do that as much anymore, <laughs> but uh, sometimes I do. It depends on what people need. But I like to do definitely hands-on therapy. I like to do a lot of things that involve checking in with your body, checking in with yourself, seeing what's going on, seeing all aspects of how your your gut is doing, and making sure that we're helping you feel like you're doing everything as a whole. I guess so. With my area. I work in a group practice, which I love, love working around different people. And I work with a lot of different types of mental health things, whether it be depression, anxiety, addiction, couples work, family work. Yeah. Just the whole gambit when it comes to also just mental health diagnoses. I have worked with a lot of different things. So for the most part, try to, I try to have a little bit of everything. So I really enjoy doing that, but rather than have this become a resume issue, um, <laughs> Uh, So I, in the past have loved working with teenagers. They are my favorite um, in a lot of different ways. And one of the things is that I like working with them because some people find them so difficult. And usually it's just because they're really not understood. They don't know how to understand themselves, let alone getting understood by other people. And I love just being able to kind of relate to them and also just feel like I can just be authentic with them. And then in turn, I notice they're authentic with me. I love when I have a teenager come into the office who is upset that they're in therapy or they just don't really want to leave the house. And I love just being able to get on their level and just talk to them about how their day's going. I really feel like if you can get that relationship going of just letting them know, Hey, I'm, I'm more interested in you as a whole than interested in trying to solve whatever issue you have. First of all, I can't solve any of the issues that any of my clients come in. That's not my job. My job is to help you figure out the best way to solve your situations when you come in and especially with teenagers, they're often told how to do things. So I, I come about it in the sense of you're the expert of yourself. You tell me what you need. What, what can I help you with? What resource do you need? I'm more of like an encyclopedia of info that I can help with rather than a how to regulate for dummies book. But sometimes I go into that if they need that. So it just depends on what what's going on. And the reason I bring up that area that I really like is I noticed I I'm on social media like most of the world. And I notice, especially for millennials, 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 brothers, brethren, I notice with millennials, I feel like we're kind of in that same boat in the sense of we're kind of made into the humor of, well, we just have all these issues and we just don't know how to work through them or talk through them. And I really just feel like as a whole, we, A, misunderstand each other, but B, misunderstand ourselves, because I don't think we're giving ourselves enough credit for the things we have been through. But also I don't think that we're allowing ourselves the time and energy to kind of walk ourselves through the healing process. We kind of want it right now. We're a very instant culture for a lot of different reasons. But I think the biggest reason of all is because we're given a lot more information than probably our parents were given about emotions. And now we're expected to have like we're expected to know how to deal with that. Yet we're kind of the people who brought that information forward. It, it's just, it doesn't make sense, right? You're, you're given all the information of like, hey, guess what? Like there's actually a lot more emotions, just angry and sad. And all of them are good. And you have to work through them, but you can't let them take over too much. And then we're also sp- expected to say, and now you have to regulate through that. And also there are these things called coping skills and boundaries and all these other things. And we just have no clue how to do that on a consistent basis for a lot of reasons. And it's not that we're idiots by any means, but we're probably the first group of people from research, from what I'm seeing. I mean, you're, you're looking at what's going on in the world. And honestly, so if you're looking at it, millennials are roughly age 26 to 41. First of all, that's a huge age area. Okay. And I'm like, right smack in the middle of it. And we're at that age where most of us are starting to from 26 to 41 developmentally, you are learning how to do things on your own a bit more. We're doing more complex things on our own or we're going to people who can help us specifically, let's say taxes. Cause we all complain about that because honestly, who prepared us for that? And what kind of joke was that in school? We're, we're given this responsibility of doing it from 26 to 41. Most people I know, and this isn't a complete, you know, statistic of getting research for it. Cause I'm sure we could find that somewhere. I just haven't come across it. Most people I know from 26 to 41, they are starting to file taxes on their own because they're no longer on their parents' taxes. But also these are the groups of people who are starting to look at who I'm going to pay to do my taxes if I don't want to do them right? If I don't want to have to figure all out, all, all those things out, who am I going to depend on? This is an age where we are becoming a lot more independent, but we're also learning how to use that interdependency in a positive way to help us succeed and grow. And the same thing is with mental health. Now we don't necessarily want to be completely independent with our mental health. That means we're doing it on our own. And to be fair, the how-to book uh, era, I remember growing up, like there was a how-to book about everything. It's kind of gone past us. Now we have these motivational books where I won't even get into some of them, but the ones that are just like, just get up and put on your big girl pants and figure out your life. You have the power to do so. Those aren't necessarily helpful either. And we're going to go into those kinds of things because I think they do a lot more harm than good. Most of the time, Um, I'm pretty open about the fact of like, seek a professional. Don't just seek someone who professes that they just have a lot of experience in the situation you want to seek a professional for a lot of different reasons. One of those reasons, like, I mean, comparing it to plumbing, right? If you have a a professional plumber who's coming into your house and they're working on things, they have a license, they're regulated, they know what's going on. So let's say something happens. that's not okay. You have some accountability there. All right. Now the same things with mental health. I mean, let's even equate it to a doctor, right? Just because my mom, is a nurse, which is a true fact. I'm not going to go around and start telling people what medications they should be on or what kind of medical assistance they need. I can give them a pretty good idea of like, Hey, you want to go in this direction? Cause of my experience with that, but I'm not going to come up with like a treatment plan for them. Okay. That's, that's not my area. And to be fair, I, as the individual should really be holding myself accountable to not go into that area. That is isn't appropriate for me. Okay. Nowadays with mental health, especially we have some people who have either gone to therapy or read a great book and they go forward with this information saying that they are now qualified to walk people through the steps of processing through trauma, looking at how to keep themselves safe if they're having unhealthy coping skills, things like that. And it makes it for those of us in the profession, we're happy for the people who can shed light on the fact that mental health needs to be something we're all aware of. But it also gives us the heebie-jeebies watching people who aren't qualified going into helping people in a way that really is outside of their expertise and Yes, you can call grad school and things like that a scam and a joke, but there's a reason we have to jump through hoops when we do into these professional licensing things. We have to learn about ethics. We have to learn about what is okay and what is not okay to do in the profession. We also have to learn about things that didn't work in the past. Like you read about things like conversion therapy. You read about things like um, there's some rebirth therapy things like that. There's things like that that are just not okay and unethical. And you then have people who don't have the information who are actually in the end, recreating a lot of these things that we've learned about were unethical, okay? So one of my big things with this podcast is I'm coming to you with either myself or I'm, I'm getting the people who have the expertise. That's the plan. I wanna be a resource, but I also wanna give you actual things that are legitimate, okay? And this isn't to bash on people who are out there and they're spreading good words and things like that. It's more the idea of that's great, but there's a limit to that right? And I'm not everyone's individual therapist who listens to this. So I'm also taking the stance of like, Nope, I am not going to go into everyone's individual situations (laughs) and try to fix it for you. You're more than welcome to reach out to look for people who can help you though. One of the things too, is that especially looking for info about millennials, I'm looking at things like I had this whole list of different, uh, topics that people had mentioned in a couple different, um, couple different Facebook groups that I'm part of. They were talking about mental health and TikTok, which I think is a huge thing that we kind of bring up as a fun subject, but really needs to be looked at more processing versus ranting for individuals. I think that's a huge thing too. I think learning what the, sorry, that's my dog. I think learning about the there's appropriateness for ranting and there's appropriateness for processing. Both of those things are very helpful, but you need to know what the difference is. Why millennials have higher mental health difficulties. I'll be honest. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact of like, we now have more info. Therefore there's more to be looked at. More people are coming forward and being vulnerable about mental health. Therefore, I think we're going to find more mental health. And it's kind of like the whole thing that you'll talk about with like uh, vulnerable populations in general, whether it be LGBTQ things like that they're they're wondering why there's so many more of these people in the world than there were in the past. And I'm like, I don't I I don't think there are more of them. I just think now people are more open to talking about these kinds of things. And so it's it's just the fact of because there's more knowledge, there's more of what's going on. Um you talk about that with a lot of hot topics. It's not the fact that nowadays necessarily and some I'll be I'll be honest, not all things, but most things I think it's because we just have more awareness, right? We have more awareness of what's going on. Therefore we are noticing it a lot more. It's the thing that we're now focusing on in the room rather than just casually glancing past it. i um, talking about childhood trauma, talking about making progress in therapy and what that looks like. I think even choosing a therapist is huge. Those are all things to look at. And honestly, it's, I, I, I'm the last thing I want is to be someone who I was watching a reel on Instagram because I, I'll be honest, I don't have a TikTok. Don't really plan on getting one either. I spend enough time on social media as it is. I could imagine that would even just make my stats on my phone tell me I'm spending much more screen time than I was wanting. Watching it, the last thing I want to do though is be like one of those reels where they have these people who are just saying these stupid words, but they're saying it in a deep voice so that way you know they're serious. That's the last thing I really want this to be. So just heads up. I'm hoping not to go there. There might be moments I'm serious. I mean, let's be honest; it's hard not to talk about depression and just be like, "And it's okay. Don't worry about it." Uh, so we're gonna, we're gonna have moments of a little bit of, uh, you know, groundedness. I'm gonna go with, but honestly, there's. There's a lot of topics to go over. There's a lot of things to look into. A lot of things I also want you to be thinking about. That's kind of my thing with therapy. It's my thing with groups as well. And it's not like I'm the one who does this. I just make it a, a goal of mine. When I do a session or a group or whatever, I leave you with a takeaway, hopefully. It's something you can look at for yourself and decide what do I do with this info now, right? I have a lot of podcasts I love that they talk about What comes next? What do I need to do? And I love that because for me personally, I will just listen to it and be like, "That was nice." And unless there's like a specific takeaway, I'm just gonna be like, "Well, that was gonna go," and kind of move on. My goal again is not—I'm not gonna change your life. Like that's not—that's not something that I can do. But I'm hoping that I can, you know, inspire someone to ask the questions that they need to to look at their own life and evaluate what they want to be doing with it. So thanks so much for giving this first episode a listen please, by all means, you can find me on social media again, not on TikTok, but I am on Instagram and Facebook on Instagram. You can find me at it's, I got two of them right now, one for the show. So if you know, you know, therapy and it's the lovely abbreviation. So I Y K Y K therapy on Instagram. I'm also Haley, the therapist, there are spaces between the words, uh, or underscores. Because I'm old school and I don't like having everything together. And that's on Instagram. And then also I'm on Facebook with IYKYK therapy. If you want to find me there, please feel free to ask questions, uh, bring up topics that you want to hear. I would love to see what's available. Again, I'm not doing this because of just like, I'm interested in this and I'm going to tell you about it. There's a lot of that, but I also, I'm also looking at what you find beneficial because let's be honest, I'm, this isn't exactly my video blog for myself. So (laughs) let me know what you think. Yeah. And I'll see you next time. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Please rate, subscribe and review. You can find me on Apple podcast or Spotify and on social media, Instagram at Haley, the therapist, or if you know, you know, therapy, I Y K Y K therapy on Instagram or Facebook. Love to hear from you.